0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, young and old, welcome to my podcast. I am Next Generation Youth Ministry. I am your host, Pastor Dequan McKnight, and I pray that each and every single one of you is having a blessed day and a blessed week, and I'm so grateful that you have taken time out of your busy schedule and where you may be listening to make this podcast a very special part of your day. Today I want to speak to you on the subject, God is light. I'm going to speak to you on the subject, God is light. And I want to read to you our foundation scripture, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5-7, through in the King James Version. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and we declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie, and do not do the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So let's dive deep into this subject. Let me ask you all something. Have you ever tried walking in the dark, whether you're walking home or you're walking in the woods, and you thought you knew where you were going? And then all of a sudden you run into an object and you wished that you had some light on you and you would walk in the darkness. Think of it this way. How many of you have ever walked around your house trying to get to somewhere and you didn't want to wake the kids or your wife or your husband, your spouse, whatever the case may be. So you try to be quiet as a mouse trying to walk in the darkness. But how many of you know it doesn't end too well. You either trip over something or slip on a kid's toy or whatever and you let out some profanity that you know you shouldn't have said and you need to have a come to Jesus meeting all over again. We all been in that situation. But what's my point? The point of this humorous illustration is that, my friends, when we make decisions in the dark, it leads us into regrettable decisions. Have you ever made a decision without thinking first, but do it anyway and then later on regret it? You see, when we make decisions without God in the dark, it leads us into realities that we don't want to be at. It is very important to be where God is and never leave His presence we have to understand the fact that God is light and and his light is greater than the darkness. When you look at the Bible to Genesis chapter one, when it talks about the creation of the world, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and behold, there was light. So God created light from darkness. He called the light day and the darkness night. The evening and the morning was the first day. John chapter 1, verse 1 through 5 says, In the beginning, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. From the very beginning, the Word was with God. Through Him, God made all things. Not one thing in all creation was made without Him. The Word was the source of life, and this life brought light to people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never put it out. Now, the question is, what is the difference between light and darkness? When you have light, you can see where you're going. And when you're in the dark, you can't see where you're going. The Bible uses light to describe the essence of whom God is, and it also uses darkness to describe evil and sin. As I said before, let me remind you again. God is light, and light is used as a contrast to darkness. Some would say that you can separate light from God, but that's a lie. You cannot separate light and love from God because He is both of them. In the very beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There was darkness over the earth, and when he commanded light to exist, light came. He who is light has the ability to command light. He is the light of the world. Jesus alone is the source of life. There there were at times that Satan would try to stop the light, but he couldn't. Why? Because his light, Jesus, that I'm speaking of, shines over the entire world. Now, the Bible has a lot to say about the light of God from Genesis to Revelation, but we have to remember some key elements when it comes to understanding the concept that God is light. Now, for us, we have to understand that we have, we have escaped the darkness of sin when we entered into the light of God. 1 Peter 2 verse 9 tells us, For you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You are to show forth praises of him who has called you out of darkness and into his, what? Marvelous, marvelous light. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? And we have to learn not only that we escaped the darkness of sin, but we got to learn as born again believers, we must stay in his light and never leave it. As first John, as first John one seven says, but if we walk in the light as what he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses us from all sin. And also too, when Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs in Proverbs chapter four, he would give us this outstanding word of encouragement. He says in Proverbs 4, verse 18, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more unto the perfect day. We must stay in His light and never leave it. You see, those who know God, who walk with God, are the light. They walk in the light and they are made partakers of His nature. Third, the light of God came to earth in the form of a baby. You see, God stepped down into the human race as a baby born in a box because he loves and he cares for us. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 4 through 9, where the author of the book of Hebrews says, Sacrifice and offering you did not want, but a body you have prepared for me. Now, that passage of Scripture speaks to us very clearly. It explains the reason why Jesus had to be born in a physical body in the first place. Now, why did Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man, have to be born in a physical body? It was because he might offer himself as a sacrifice for our sins, because the sacrificial system of the animals could never take away sin. It only covered sin temporarily. But the blood of Jesus Christ washes us clean from sin forever. When he came into the world, which we celebrate around christmas time he says you didn't want another blood blood offering or another sacrifice but a body you have prepared for me why because in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you have had no pleasure and he's quoting an old testament scripture then the writer says lo i am come in the volume of the book the old testament it is written to me to do thy will O. Found strong statement that Paul made and also light exposes the things that is hidden in the dark 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 tells us in verse 5 you are children of the light and of the day we are not of the night nor of the darkness so in other words what he was saying is whatever you may have done when no one else was around God will reveal it in the light and lastly when you feel his light hit you it reveals his brilliance and in acts chapter 26 when paul was giving his testimony he was describing how on the road to damascus jesus appeared to him and he describes a great light from heaven which was brighter than the sun itself shining all around him you see the light of god hit him and it revealed to him the shekinah glory of god almighty now, many of us have asked the question, well, Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. How can we do that? Well, there are several ways. Number one, do not be transformed by the world. Romans chapter 12 and verse two says, and don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may know what is a good and perfect and acceptable will of God. You see, in other words, you don't belong to the kingdom of darkness, you belong to Jesus and his kingdom of light. So number one, don't be transformed by the world. I don't care what values and principles that the world lives by, you don't follow that principle. You live by the values and principles that God has placed within your heart and life. You're not identified by who the world says that you are, but by whom God says that you are. And number two, another way that you can let your light shine is be careful of what comes out of your mouth. Be careful what comes out of your mouth. Matthew 12, 36, Jesus says that for every idle word, you shall give an account at the day of judgment. From out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we must learn to control our tongue. Now I get it. It's not that easy, okay? We might allow some words to come out of our mouth that we don't want to have come out. So we need to ask ourselves the question, With our tongue, what will we do? Will we speak words of doubt, filth, and perverse, or words of peace, faith, and love? So watch your tongue. And number three, be careful of how you entertain yourself. Be careful of how you entertain yourself. Proverbs 4.23 says, Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Now, am I saying that you can't go out and have fun? No, not at all. All I'm saying is is that the devil will use certain attractions to draw you away from the presence of God. So always be careful of how you entertain yourself. Be careful of the movies that you look at, the music that you listen to, or the television shows that you watch and everything else. Because let me tell you guys something. Those spirits that you see in the television programs or in the movies those spirits are alive in the person who actually wrote the script in other words someone that wrote the script was demented and full of the devil so be careful and let me tell you guys something there is a problem when you know more of the world than you do the word and be careful that you don't have any idols in your life what is an idol an idol is something or someone that you give more credit and devotion to than god himself. So be careful of that. And then lastly, always think about others. Put aside your selfishness and your selfish ambitions and be a help to the body of Christ. Lend a helping hand to someone and remind them how much God loves them. In Philippians chapter 2 verses 19 through 20, Paul would commend the Philippian church about his fellow worker Timothy. Here's how he describes Timothy in this way. He says, But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly that I may be encouraged when I know your state. For I am no one like minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. But you know his proven character that as a son with his father, he served with me in the gospel. In other words, he was saying how Timothy was not a selfish person, but he was a caring and loving person who cared about the things of God and the truth of the word of God. You see, the light of God never changes, and you have a choice to make: live in light or live in darkness. And I want to end this podcast with today's scripture thought. And this is the condemnation that is coming to the world. Men love the darkness rather than the light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth the truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Amen? Amen. Well, I pray that this podcast has blessed you and has made a difference in your heart and life. Please stick around as we continue to study the Word of God together. Until next time, this is Pastor DeQuan McKnight saying I love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.